You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up, man? The real coach JB here. Another slap dick podcast coming at you. Just chilling. On this fine Monday morning, start of the week, second day of August, 2021, the year's flown by, I can't even explain how fast this bitch has flown by, thinking about bouncing up out of Cali, man, I don't know yet, doing some fillers. I'm like, why not? As I get older, I'm like, well, fuck. The housing market in Cali is never going to be this high again where I live. I'm like, well, I made a few hundred grand already in equity. Maybe it's time to bounce. I can go to fucking Texas or some middle of the nowhere fucking place and live on a lake with like two acres for like a hundred thousand. I'm like, fuck it. Not literally, but you know. Shout out to my Texans, man. <sighs> Everything's bigger in Texas, they say. Hope you got some big booty, booty hoes out there, man. I gotta let me see your uh, inventory, Texas. Show me some all the f- beautiful females out there. Send me a send me a picture. Let me see what you're working with. Maybe I'll decide. I'll go there, or maybe Tennessee, or maybe South Carolina. I don't know. State state tax in Texas intrigues me. So does Vegas, though. So I don't know, man. Maybe I'll stay closer to Cali. I don't know. I want a big yard for the dogs, man. Give them some some water. Let them chase fucking birds or something. I don't know. But I know this market's about to fucking crash because all the fucking forbearances and everything else. Trust me. I know the market's about to crash. And uh, I'm like, fuck it. If I can make two, three hundred K on equity, why the fuck? Don't I look into it? So that's what I'm doing, man. I hit up a few social media posts about anybody in Texas and uh, got overwhelming responses. So I appreciate all you guys out there, all you realtors reaching out. So I'm going to check it out, see what's going on, see what's happening, see what I could really get here if I do decide to do it. We'll see. Hey, man, check me out on YouTube. Follow me. Hit the like button. Subscribe today as this Slap Dick Podcast is on YouTube. So let me get into the day. Um, we pay the bills first. You know, the show is brought to you by betonline.ag. As we enter the month of August and it's heating up, BetOnline is where you can find it. From Olympic hoops to playoff baseball is coming up shortly. Marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sport book, sporting book needs. Visit the website today. Use your mobile device to join and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Go check it out. So, well, shit. Let me give you a quote of the day before I... Uh, before I... Uh, give you the title of the show but anyway i just made this one up today right every day has a new beginning 
But every day has an ending. How well you finish sets up your next opportunity. So basically, finish stronger than you started. Because too many motherfuckers tapping out at the end. And then you go home and say you had a bad day when really your day started good. But you ended it so shitty that the next day starts off shitty too. But that never really hits your mind. You never think that way. See, everyone wants to say... Oh, it's a great day to have a great day. Let's start up and start strong and da-da-da. And then you're finishing like a little bitch. You're tapping out. You're fucking tired. Da-da-da-da-da. Every excuse in the book. You ain't turning over rocks and finishing, figuring shit out to do. Man, finish stronger than you started. But anyway, um, title of this show is It's a, a, different, a Different World, man. We are in a different fucking world. And it won't be a long show. I'm going to break down a few things um, and get into why I think it's a different world. But I got to be honest with you guys, man. Um, It's funny how narratives are pitched on a global scale now. Ben Simmons, okay. Is in the is in the news for being wanting is wanting to be traded. I hear, and they're trying to trade them, but they want a lot of value back, right? Fair market value, so they want an all star caliber and some first second round picks. Okay, great, fine. After his playoff performance and how mentally weak he looked, that's what I think it is. It's a mental block, and he needs a coach to pull it out of his ass. A real fucking coach that's someone that's going to get in his ass and fucking pull it out of him and stop telling him how fucking pretty and great and athletic he is and how he does so much. No, he doesn't do so much. He don't do enough, motherfucker. So someone needs to get in his fucking ass and tell him to shoot the ball. Anyway, that being said, you know, the teams that are interested in in him are shit bird teams. They're horrible, right? Great, I get to go to Minnesota. Fuck, who wants to go there? Oh, great, I get to go to fucking Sacramento. Like, who the fuck wants to go there? These are the teams that are interested in them. Like, so no one really is coming out and really throwing the house at them. So, the narrative that gets pitched, this is why this show is called A Different World. We're in a different world now. See, back in the day when I was little, we would have straight told his bitch ass the truth. Now... And, and everyone would have been treated fairly across the board, regardless if you're a black female girl gymnastic gymnast, or if you're a black male basketball player, or if you're a white male basketball player. At the time, me growing up, everybody was the same. As far as you could either fucking hoop or you can't. You either had a bitch-ass excuse or you didn't. You either fucking made shit work or you failed. And nowadays, everyone has a criteria on why they get a pass. Simone Biles has a mental illness pass from 99% of you guys. Basically, she chose mental health. Mental health didn't choose her. She woke up one day and said, oh, I self-diagnosed myself. I have mental health. 
taps out of the team activities with loses the gold medal for the Americans during a pandemic when America really is hurting and needs maybe Simone Biles to fucking ball out for us so we can win the gold over Russia who fucking could tear our hearts out tomorrow and not give a fuck. But then you got, you know, Michelle Obama saying it's okay to earn silver medals now. So, you know, that's why we're in a different world. Okay. I would have loved to see Reagan's wife say it's okay to have a fucking silver medal. I, we would have been like, what? She would have fucking told the motherfuckers, you, you're a fucking disgrace. <laughs> I, I, I'm not no Reagan fan either. I'm just saying, like, that's the different world we're in, right? My point is, Kendrick Perkins comes out and tells Ben Simmons he needs to nut up. He makes too much damn money to be this mentally weak. Oh, man, I, I missed it, and I was trying to record it. Uh, I almost lost my fucking mind. I said, really? You now say he's mentally weak. So you don't use mental health with him. He's mentally weak and needs to nut it up. But Simone Biles is not mentally weak. She has mental illness. Kendrick Perkins says. (laughs) Because last week it was okay. You know, Simone Biles... Because she's a black female and you don't want to you don't want to be real. You can bash a black male as a black male and and have no repercussion. You can't black. You can't bash a black female as a black male in the same industry because now you're scared and you don't want to you don't want to be real. Kendrick Perkins, like you say, you're the realest one on ESPN. First of all, Bart Scott's the realest cat on the network. Number one. Number two. You're not real. You work for a suit. You're a suit wearing motherfucker too. And your takes are horrible. They're right there next to fucking Kellerman and Stephen A. And the bottom line is Ben Simmons now needs to nut it up. I would argue Ben Simmons has some type of fucking mental health problem going on for as much shit that he fucking goes through and does over Simone Biles. But anyway, we're going to get into this whole thing because the point I'm making is Simone Biles bounced and left the country's team activity last week and was praised for it. And she used the mental health crutch is what I call it. I call it a fucking crutch. It's an excuse now. Everyone's using it. And now she's back. And she is going to be in the solo. I think she's doing the what? The beam. She's going to be this. She came back to do the beam final. So hold on. Time the fuck out, man. Why the fuck is this not in national global news? Why is Simone Biles getting this huge pass? I get it that she had to deal with that fucking Nesser or whatever, that weird perverted fucking rapist fuck who should be buried out in Vegas somewhere with his head out of the sand looking at the fucking Bellagio as he dies with his dick cut off. That's, I get that. But then don't show up. So I already talked about this. You gave up, you lost an opportunity for someone else who could have went and performed for the country who's been working their ass off. You could have already, you were already the GOAT. You had nothing to prove, Simone Biles. 
you're fucking very articulate and smart and educated. You know, this is all about you now. You've made it about you. And I told you last week, all the young black girls watching and looking up to you have now become followers. And you've not created one leader out of the back, out of the fucking pack. You've created a shitload of followers. Everyone thinks now it's okay to do what you do. When in theory is, you are weakening us even more. And I say us with regards to black females, to athletes. You have a platform that you are using in the wrong fashion. But nobody wants to say that shit. Nobody wants to tell the truth. But you apparently don't have mental health anymore because Kendrick Perkins thinks that Ben Simmons needs to nut it up. You get a pass. And nobody's talking about the fact that your ass is coming back to make it all about you again and compete in the beam final. Did you wake up this morning, Simone, and, 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 and choose not to have mental health? Because mental health chooses us. We don't get to choose mental health. But last week, you chose mental health and tapped out. This week, you choose mental health again, and now you're fine and you're back in it. And you're contradicting excuses about you wanted someone else to have a shot and you didn't want to take a medal away from us is unbelievably weak and fucking sounds like a JV fucking Michelle Obama accepting silver medals. It's unfucking believable to me that the country has not discussed the fact that you tap out on the country as a team activity and it's mental health and you're fucking fine. And now you come back in a solo act and you'll probably win that shit. And then you'll write a fucking book and make millions. I don't know what your ploy is, but you're sure making it about you. Why the fuck would you come back and do a solo act? Simone Biles, why don't you fucking bow out gracefully after you've already fucking embarrassed everyone looking up to you? Even though they don't know it, they think you're the hero. Why didn't you bow out and leave it alone? Now you want to make it about yourself again. What happened to your mental health? What happened to waking up being so fucked up that you couldn't perform? Now you're back and you're cool? But, but Kendrick Perkins don't think you have a problem. But fucking Ben Simmons does because he makes a lot of money and he needs to shut up and play. <laughs> but Kendrick Perkins said it. Not some white bitch are talking about LeBron. Kendrick Perkins said, shut up and play to Ben Simmons. Nobody wants to talk about that, though. See, we're a bunch of contradicting fucks. We work for these suits, these fucking Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A's, all these fucks out here, and they can say and do what they wish and want, and nobody calls them out because nobody really listens. We don't really listen. We're not a listening country. We hear. We're a hearing country. We hear everything, and then it's forgotten. We hear it, and it's forgotten, and we go on to the next thing, and then six months later, you know, Stephen A comes out and he'll say some take about, oh, well, I guarantee you that Dame Lillard, if he has a choice, is a New York Nick. Six months ago, he guaranteed us that Kyrie and KD were going to be Knicks. Stephen A. Smith hasn't been right on a take in like eight years. 
Kendrick Perkins has, I don't think he's ever been right, besides just some guesses here and there on some fucking individual accolades. He hasn't been right with shit as far as picking fine. He was, Suns were going to sweep uh, the Milwaukee Bucks when they were up 2-0. Fucking, the only motherfucker that's been right who's always wrong was Charles fucking Barkley on TNT who picked the Bucks to win when they beat the fucking Nets. He actually picked the Bucks two series before the finals. So I give Charles Barkley more credit than any of you fucks on ESPN right now. But anyway, but I got some good friends on ESPN too, man. Shout out to Matt Barry and Michael Collins. And my main man, Mark Jones. Great fucking people there. But you got some slapdick fucks working on your fucking shows, man. It's, it's unbelievable to me. So... Anyway, that was my whole we're living in a different world take because we've accepted we've accepted it. We haven't coached it. We don't coach it up no more. And that's as in as society. We don't coach it up no more. We accept it all. You, as a coach and coached for over 20 years and played my whole life and this is basically the third year now. Going on the third year I've been without football and basically 40 years okay I started playing when I was five years old I would say and I played every year since until or been involved in football except for two years so it's about going on year three without football for me and lucky I have a lot of shit keeping me busy and keeping my mind going and moving and I'm not really yearning er, yearning for football right now especially during COVID, I want to give a huge shout out to all you coaches who really are fucking out there grinding and caring and structuring programs to have success. Um, I want to give you guys a shout out during this COVID has to be the hardest time to coach young kids, especially these enabled young fucking kids um, with every excuse in the book. Um, I just hope you can get 70 percent participation out on the field. Um, barring California not shutting us down again, you know. Another reason I'm thinking about, like, get the fuck out of here. Texas never shut down once. Kids went to class, no mass, played football, no spread. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, now everybody's going to say, well, because you live in a Republican state with, or you live in a Democratic state with fucking Newsom, man, whatever. It, you guys are so over fucking, you gave give too much credit to these fucking bureaucratic fucking politicians. You give too much credit to the puppets in the puppet show, man. If you think Governor Newsom's calling the shots, you're fucking very unaware of your social surroundings as a government. <laughs> I just want to let you fucking know, Newsom has about 1% of the say on what goes the fuck on. You think... Cuomo controls New York by himself. Like, get the fuck out of it. The two most populous states in the union, you think two people run it? Man, there's bigger shit to this, and we won't know this shit for 10, 15 years. So stop thinking that this, you think Biden and Trump ran this motherfucker? They were fucking puppets in a puppet show who showed up on some fucking island every month and got their orders from some dude smoking a stick, drinking some yak. So stop fucking thinking that these motherfuckers aren't puppets in the show. Just like we all are. Just like we all are. 
So make an impact and have a fucking stand for your something, man, or fall for everything. And everyone that's thinking that this is the way is unbelievable. You think Biden is the cause for gas prices? Like, get the fuck out of here. You don't think that shit was already in the works? You know, Gas prices has to do with fucking oil. Do you understand? Oil is a problem right now. Do you think that this, oh, well, Texas is still cheap. Well, no shit. There's 70 people in the state of Texas that's as big as Russia. This motherfucker here has 40 million. Just understand, there's a fucking... <laughs> You know, there is a thing called, like, fucking supply and demand, right? Like, holy fuck. Yeah, go to Kansas. Gas is, like, 140. <laughs> like, no shit. Motherfuckers just talk, man. It's unbelievable to me. But anyway, got off track here. I'm just trying to say, kudos to all you coaches coaching during the pandemic, number one. I couldn't do it. I mean, I could do it, but I don't want to do it, and I don't have any desire to do it. And time, if time is right for me to coach, I'll coach again. But right now it's not. And I got a lot of shit going. But Simone Biles comes back to compete in a beam final. What a slap in all you fucking people that defended her face. She fucked the country and all those females who busted their ass to perform and you're good with it. Nobody's mentioned she came back. Wait up. Time out. What's up now? You got no mental health? What the fuck's going on? How quick and easy it is to forgive and forget, man. Some people. For some. For some people. Motherfuckers don't forgive and forget me. Some motherfuckers don't forgive and forget a lot of motherfuckers. But some people get passes like there's no other. You know, it's fucking crazy. But is what it is. It's a different world because if you haven't noticed, athletics and sports is like, I would say, a huge backbone of this country. Performing and competing at a high level has always been a counter, has always been like a, the, the fucking foundation of this, our country, in my opinion. You know, you go back in history and look at all the fucking huge historical events that have taken place because of huge sports figures in huge events, okay? Go back to the Olympics. You go back to Jesse Owens. You go back to Frank uh, Jackie Robinson. You go back to all Muhammad Ali's. You go back to all these trendsetters. Okay. You go back to the fucking miracle on ice when these young kids come out and fucking beat the number the best team ever who got beat like they beat the Americans in an exhibition by like 18 nothing or some shit that year if you look into history it's a, it was something ridiculous 12 to 2 or it was something bad and for us to beat them um you know it you know like i, I don't know man like you know Herbert Brooks, in my opinion, you know, Herb Brooks, one of the great coaching jobs in American history, 
to get those kids because people don't understand. See, it's hard. It's great in everything, you know. You know, at Independence, we beat Coffeeville for the first time in 30 years, my first year there. We beat Garden City the next year. They ain't beaten 10, 12 years. But understand, Coffeeville was a great win because it was the last game of the season. It set up the next year, which we ended up winning it all. Yeah, people, people don't get how this works. That game catapulted us into winning a ring, right? People don't get, though, when you beat a Garden City week three, the next week you can have a huge letdown. And we happen to have a bye game, a bye week, and you got to beat the shit out of bye week. People don't understand that. Well, Herb Brooks beat Russia. That's the huge story in 1980. People don't understand, though, they still had to go play a gold medal game. I think they had to beat Finland, if I'm not mistaken, or, or Czech. Or, I'm not sure who they had to beat. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. I want to say Finland. Um, but anyway... Uh, The gold medal game was, see, everybody talks about Russia. They don't want to talk about, um, they beat Finland 4-2. to two. They beat Finland 4-2. to two. That's the game that he had to coach his ass off in, just so we're clear. I would bet dollars to dimes if you got, a, if you got to interview Herb Brooks, you would, I bet you he would tell you, um, that that was the hardest game. I know he passed away, I want to say, but that was probably his hardest game to get those young kids up after a huge win. See, that's what people don't understand. Um, those things set the country up for success, whether you know it or not. Everyone in the country was watching that, we beat Russia. The country took off financially, economically after that, if you look. Now, we crashed again, and we, like everyone does. But the morale was up. The country is, we're number one. United States, we're the shit. Everyone wants to be us. Fucking Japan beat us in baseball. Canada just beat our women in soccer for the first time in 20 fucking five years. We ain't the same. It's a different world. Nobody fears us, if you noticed. Basketball getting their fucking ass beat. I don't know if we're going to win it all. We should. We're by far the most talented. We ain't the same country, man. It's a different fucking world. We got 14-year-old girls walking through fucking elementary schools with an AK shooting up the place. But fucking disciplining your kid is corporal punishment now. You wonder why a 14-year-old girl has a fucking AK in a school? I don't remember any kids I grew up with having AKs in schools in the fucking ghetto, in the hood, too, being broken, having every excuse to do it. This is a little white girl with money. Like, get the fuck out of here. Is that mental health, too? Is it mental health that these fucks are walking up trying to steal everyone's mail all over the country in your Amazon packages? 
Or is that a weak-minded motherfucker who don't want to work for shit? It's a different world, man. We are in a different world, and we accept Simone Biles tapping out of the fucking team event to win us country of gold, but we're okay. Nobody even mentions her coming back after some fucking weak excuse to compete in the solo event, and everything's hunky-dory again. We don't hold anyone fucking accountable no more. We don't have any type of fucking discipline, structure, or consequences. And it starts at the fucking ground root level. The parent at the house has allowed shit instead of coached it for the last at least 20 years I know. Kids fucking throwing erasers at administrators, at teachers, cussing them out, disrespectful. Come home, mama don't even know. Daddy don't do shit. Nobody does nothing. Guess what the next day happens? Guess what happens when your dog pisses on the rug and you don't rub his nose in it? He pisses on the rug again. So nothing happens. This kid goes back to school tomorrow and he fucking does it again. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And it starts to snowball. And now it turns into one to two to two to four, four to eight, eight to 16. Starts to multiply. Now you got kids seeing it. Now just filming it on social media. And guess what you do? Cat in LA doing it. Now the fucker in New York saw it on Twitter. And now he does it. And now you have a fucking global fucking pandemic. That's the fucking pandemic. Fuck the COVID. It's this soft ass fucking accepting ass enabling shit instant gratification fucks that we have that we're allowing to control the narrative man. You're allowing kids who never paid a mortgage or a light bill or a car note or bought groceries to tell you what the fuck he wants to eat at the house. Telling you when he comes home. Telling you that he knows the better he knows no i got it i got it how many fucking kids have you heard tell the coaches nowadays i've went to a practice and i almost lost my shit and just sitting back watching oh no coaches i I know because this is the way uh uh, it's no i know i got no 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 cutting the coach off (laughs) and the coach is sitting there all right mm -hmm. okay okay like wait up when is this a negotiation motherfucker you're fucking 19 years old You're in junior college. How many fucking years of experience do you have on this fucking world? But you're not coaching it. You're allowing it. See, that motherfucker would have been doing hands down, hips down, running, shut the fuck up, come back and fucking do what I say to do. There's no hierarchy. There's no structure. There's no fucking ground level structure anymore the grassroot level has been infiltrated and guess what i still don't think the kids are wrong the kids only know what they know we have allowed the kids to do shit that they don't know what they're doing and you saying it's okay to do guess what that does it's a snowball seen on instagram story youtube it now you can pull it up Oh, that kid fucking told that teacher to fuck off. Da, 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 da. He slammed the teacher. Guess what? The teacher does. He slams the kid back. He's fired, goes to jail. If he don't slam the teacher, the kid back, he loses his classroom because he got beat up by a 15-year-old. He is in a no-win, just like a coach. I used to tell coaches, don't ever fucking call a kid a bitch. Don't ever fucking put your hands on a kid. You're in a no-win situation. You're being fired either way. 
And if you get your ass beat by the kid, you're fucked in the coaching world because you just got your ass whipped by a kid. So you're in a no-win situation. Coach them hard. Love them harder. If you fucking can't figure it out, go do something else. It's a different world. Japan beats us. Japan's been good in baseball for a long time. We've always had it out with them. But my point is, we just lost. Canada women beat us in soccer. Now, that's a fucking no, ever, never, ever happen. That don't happen. You can't, you don't see a trend. Oh, no, nah, coach, we just, we just, we didn't play our best. Like, shut the fuck up. Our best should never, our, our worst should be better than Canada. No offense to Canadians. I love Canadians, man. I got a huge fan base there. And I love Canada, man. I love Toronto and Vancouver and Calgary. British Columbia, fuck. I love Canada. But I'm just, let's be honest. Their women's soccer shouldn't beat United States soccer. (laughs) They just fucking did. You don't see a trend. Like, we are fucking getting beat in sports that we don't lose in. Basketball. We get waxed by Australia. Nigeria beats us in basketball. Yeah, fucking running a 20 mile K. A two, fuck yeah, beat us. But fuck in basketball. Holy fuck. Don't we have KD and all these motherfuckers? Oh, but guess what? Hard work beats talent every motherfucking time. Nuts and guts beats talent. Every motherfucking time. But what do I know, man? Ben Simmons needs a nut up. No issue with you. You make too much money. Shut up and play. Kendrick Perkins quote. Simone Biles. Oh, your mental health. You fucking woke up and said, "Ah, I got mental health. I'm not going to play. Then week later, ah, feel better. I'm going to compete. I'm going to do the beam. Listen, let me make it all about me. All you young girls out there, look at me. You know what you just taught? Hey, you kids, go on your family fucking vacation for the fourth time this summer. Miss practice and then show up again when it's time to get pads, okay? Show up and then let's play. It's okay. You can miss this. You can miss three weeks. Oh, fucking no problem. Then all you coaches that allow the parent, the kid to go on six fucking family vacations should be fucking castrated too. Get out of coaching. You're fucking enabling fucks. Get out of coaching. My kids never miss one fucking summer deal. Never missed a 6 a.m. wait. And that's in an inner city high school in L.A. in Long Beach. Never. You allow it or you coach it. And if you don't think it's possible, go ask any fucking buddy. Go ask my principal. How we had 100% participation for four years straight at 6 in the morning in inner city Long Beach. Go ask how that happened. You know what? Yeah, I picked up a lot of kids. Yeah, I had coaches pick up a lot of kids. Yeah, I paid out my own pocket for coaches, gas, and food for getting those kids there in the morning. Yeah, I fucking found some people to help feed us in the morning after weights before class. Yeah, I figured out how to get shit done. Yeah, it created a fucking culture. Yeah, we get up at 5 in the morning to lift weights at a high school that paid our coaches two, two grand. Yeah. But if you don't want to do it, go do something else. Don't bitch and suck your teeth and moan. You chose to do it. 
You chose to go over there, Biles, and fucking participate, or you didn't. You chose to go over there and quit on us, and now you want to use it as a crutch and a spectacle. And now you're back stronger than ever. You're fine. You can do the fucking beam. You don't have twisties now, motherfucker. Oh, you don't know what twisties is. Twisties is, yeah, I I know what twisties is. Actually, I know a person that's a gymnast, and she fucking broke it down for me. I get it. Don't do it then. Don't go. Now you got me questioning, did you really have twisties or are you just bitching out? Because now you don't have twisties on the beam. Man, stand for something, fall for nothing, fall for everything. I'm just telling you. (sighs) Rapino said, upset, bitter one to swallow. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even going to get into her and that. Oh, man. I'm just saying, man. Hard head, man. hard head makes soft asses, bruh. Anyway, Chris Paul declined a $44 million player option for Phoenix. I think he's going to take the league minimum and go to the Lakers. I think the Lakers are going to have a wheelchair league team, and it's going to be like LeBron, fucking Westbrook, Chris Paul, fucking Carmelo Anthony and they're going to get a bunch of fucking they're going to get like Chris or Kevin Love and fucking Corver. They're going to get a bunch of fucking perimeter guys they think they can play and they'll get Iguodala maybe. They need to get rid of Schroeder, go get fucking Lowry. Um even though he's older. They're going to have a World Chair League. I guarantee fucking to you CP3, I don't guarantee it, but I think if he is wanting to win a ring, he's going to go play with his best fucking friend, LeBron. And they're going to bring Carmelo. Those are three of your best friends. And with Westbrook and AD, they're going to try to play in this couple, a year or two, try to win it. Kawhi Leonard opted out. Even though they think he'll stay in L.A., I think he probably is dumb to leave L.A. Um, he's opted out. So they do that shit for leverage and different things. But... Uh, they also do it to free up money to get other free agents in there and then structure their pay. And then they'll fucking pay luxury tax dollar on do- upon dollar. And the Lakers can do it. Clippers now can do it with Balmer. Those two don't give a fuck about the luxury tax. You know, they're not Oklahoma City or fucking Phoenix. They can afford it. So I think they're going to try to get CP3, who I would hate to come to the Lakers. He's a fucking losing fucking Injury, fucking prone, excuse-making fuck who I don't want to see. I didn't even like the Westbrook. I love Westbrook. I don't think Westbrook fits LeBron. They're the same fucking human. (laughs) They're the same freak of nature athletic freak that can't shoot, can't make a free throw, and you can't have the ball in their hands in the crunch time because they're going to miss free throws. So who the fuck's handling the ball? Who's going to go to the line? I don't know. What do I know, though, dog? I'm not a fucking basketball pro. I'm just telling you. That's just me. I know I know sports in general. I'm just going to tell you. I can talk to you about every fucking type of sport. I'm not a professional analyst in any of them, but I can tell you enough valid points about a lot of them. And I fucking told you guys that Carson Wentz was a fucking bust, and nobody wanted to listen. And I told you motherfuckers that he was going to go to the fucking Colts and be an injury away from fucking them and being just basically outed out of the league. Because now he's done. I'm just going to tell you. 
He's now out five to 12 weeks. <sighs> Carson Wentz. So the other day he was opting out of surgery. I'm not going to do it. So to me, see, see, people don't look through the depth of the of this shit. You don't look really through Kyrie Irving's bullshit fucking comments that he makes. You just want to feel sorry and make up. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Kyrie, you know, he got family. His sister's fucked up. Shut the fuck up. No, he has. It's an excuse to get away from a fucking making another excuse. His excuses make it to where he has an out. Carson Wentz could have not had surgery and came back and played. Just like similar to guys that win, like Tom Brady, who fucking didn't have a fucking meniscus or an MCL last year, who beat a fucking Chiefs team in a Super Bowl. But fuck it. Carson Wentz, you could have rehabbed this bitch and been back week four. Instead, now you're going to have surgery all the fucking sudden. Because you know you're going to fail, and you know that there's too much pressure on your ass in, in Indianapolis. And now it's an easy way out. And now this is a wash year. Now this year will be a fucking wash because you have declined so badly. And, you know, I, I see people don't look at football in, in the same eye as I do. I break down motherfuckers and I see that there was a lot of smoking mirrors when Carson Wentz had a couple good years there. People don't realize how good their D was. People don't realize how good their running game was. People don't realize how good their fucking tight end was who saved Carson Wentz on a shitload of plays. And I was like, eh, he's okay, but I don't think this guy is going to sustain a long career in the NFL. And then guess what happened? And I've been saying it now for years. It's on record. Just like I say Mayfield's going to be a shit. Mayfield, too. I just still, I still, I'm still sticking. I don't change my mind when I call this quarterback game out. Baker Mayfield is a fucking most overrated fuck in the league. Carson Wentz is the second most. Dan Orlowski is full of shit and has a, not a fucking clue what he's talking about when it comes to these guys. Carson Wentz is a bust. Mayfield's a bust. Mayfield has one of the possibly most loaded teams in the NFL, and you couldn't get the fucking ball to OBJ last year in time on your fifth step or on rhythm. I'm going to see this year because now you're super loaded. You're loaded on D. You got fucking... You're super loaded on defense. You got fucking clowning now to go with Miles. You got... A D, two D tackles that are freaks. You got backers. You got corners. You got safeties. Your defense is going to get you the ball more than most quarterbacks. You should have time of possession. You should lead the league in time of fucking possession if you know how to be efficient with the rock. If you can manage down and distance. If you don't escape the fucking pocket and try to make plays when motherfuckers are wide open on time in the pocket... And if your ass drops your nuts and stands in there and delivers the ball on time, you got decent tight ends, you got a fucking freakish running game, you have a hell of an O-line, there's no fucking excuse. Or you're a bust, like I've been saying. Same with Carson Wentz. He's a bust. And now he's fucking hurt. You know what I mean? I understand injuries are part of the game. But injuries are part of the game. Ask Tom Brady. Ask motherfuckers that know how to win. Anyway, 
I'm curious what the Lakers are going to do. I'm curious what the Colts are going to do. You know, Aaron Rodgers comes out and says he was all in with the Packers. Well, of course you're going to say you're all in with the Packers. You just, you just, you're going to play one year and leave. We all know that. You're going to come home. I think you're going to finish your career and either, I think Frisco or the night or, or Vegas. You know, I think he's going to finish his career here. Um, so who knows? But you know, it's a different world. I just wanted to discuss and share my thoughts on why. You know, Rapino, it's a bitter one to swallow. Well, no shit. No shit it is, girl. Because we're soft. And we're fucking getting beat by Japan and baseball. Canada and soccer. <sighs> Nigeria and basketball. Like, you don't see a trend here, huh, people? You think it's okay and it's just water off the back and just let it roll off and there's no... Love lost, and we'll be fine as we owe China trillions, and as Russia and China are trying to fuck us, and as and we try to continue to be soft in America culture with everything from athletics to academics, and we're accepting instead of coaching and teaching it and fucking putting our foot down, we're just going to keep getting softer and softer. But hey, what do I know, man? I just want to treat people the way I want to be treated. How about you do that? How about everybody does that and we'll be fine? How about kids understand their lane? No, no, sir, I don't know uh, that because I've never paid rent yet or mortgage. I've never had to keep the lights on for my family yet. I don't know how to do those things. Who knows? It's fucking crazy. And it's further proving that, you know, it's a different world for everything from NIL in college sports to where really only 1% is going to benefit from this fucking deal to where high schoolers are now making high schoolers are now making um, tweets about decommitting from a fucking high school and enrolling at another one has got to be the most, the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. And it's a different world because now we have this Quinn Ewers kid or whatever his name is, Ewers, or he's the, he's the, I think the number one prospect uh, number two quarterback or one number one quarterback, number two prospect out of uh, Carroll High School in South Lake, South Lake Carroll High School in Texas. Great program there. He initially committed to Texas, but he decommitted last year. And when he committed to Texas, he said it was a dream for him to play for the Longhorns. But once he decommitted, he said those feelings changed along the way and Ohio State came into the picture. How is it a dream for you to play somewhere and then commit somewhere and then see, I don't believe that decommitted is a real word. I'm going to look it up. I, I, I think we made this definition up. I'm just going to be honest. Because decommit means to withdraw from a commitment or agreed 
course of action. <laughs> the fucking definition itself uses the word commitment in it. How do you have a word defined that has the original meaning in it? Once you commit to something, okay, I, I, I just got to be honest here. Once you commit, okay, committed means dedicate, loyal to uh, a cause or an activity or a job or actually, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. I want to see what it means. Um, so I was pretty close. I said dedicated and loyal. It, it says filling dedication and loyalty to a cause. I said a cause, activity, or a job. It says activity or job. It also adds wholeheartedly dedicated. Commitment means wholeheartedly dedicated. I wish more people would call these motherfuckers out when they call and do a tweet and say, I'm decommitting from Texas and I'm now committing to Ohio State. You fucking oxymoron, fucking enabled little fuck. You just decommitted, meaning the the word really doesn't even hold water in my opinion. It doesn't, there's no merit to the word when you actually have the word commitment in the fucking definition. Once you commit to it, there should be no way out of it. That's what you, you're, 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 you're applying all your belief. You're, you're supposed to be loyal. You've agreed to something. You shook a hand and told someone, I'm coming here. I'm doing this. We only have our word when we die, people. We have our word. Like, that's all we have in this world. We have our fucking word. You don't get to t pack up your U-Haul and fucking take all your shit and go to heaven or hell or wherever the fuck you think you go. You die and are buried or you're fucking burned or whatever the fuck you do. And you are known for your word. What the fuck was he representing? What did he stand for? What JB stand for? Man, a motherfucker just, he was told people that, you know, this is how it was and you're full of shit if you're full of shit. And he apologized if he needed to because he was wrong, but he never, never, ever, ever, ever did he say, no disrespect, but you're an asshole. See, why say no disrespect? Just say you're an asshole. <laughs> Because you are disrespecting him by calling him an asshole. I hate when I see and hear that shit. It's the same with commitment. Don't fucking commit if you're going to come out and decommit. I swear to God I want to look up decommit and really see the root of it. And I want to know when this word was put in the dictionary. I don't believe decommitted can even legitimately be a real rooted word in the English fucking dictionary. I, we have to have made it up, just like Ebonics and when Tupac had a class at Cal, Berkeley. I And Ebonics started to be a thing. I'm telling you, we added words to the dictionary. Decommitted, I want to see when we added it. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to try to get back to you on that um, next show. But this Quinn Ewers kid has 
committed to the Longhorns, decommitted, and now he has foregone his senior year of high school to enroll at Ohio State and will be able to compete in the fall. I don't even know where to begin with this. I think I'm going to do another show on this one. The NCAA should be ashamed of itself, A, further proving that they're the non-caring assholes of America. They give a fuck about the kid. They, they want money and care about money. That's why the conferences do what they do. If the NCAA, the non-caring assholes of America, didn't only care about money, they would have a college football commissioner. Well, what does that have to do with money, coach? Well, this would have to do. A college, a college football commissioner would put in some detailed rules and structure, and there would be some bylaws written in about football playing colleges. Division one, division two, II, division three, FCS, BCS, and you would have, you would know where you stood. Every league's different. Every kid's different. Every fucking rule is different. And every conference is different. Every fucking bylaws different for each conference. You transfer from here, you got to sit out there. You don't have to sit out here. You can transfer here. It's a shit show. It's wide open. It's a fucking crapshoot. And nobody knows what they're doing. And, you know, one year you can buy an airplane ticket for your girlfriend and and play. And one year you, you get suspended two games like Chase Young. Like nobody has the real rules. Because we have no fucking commissioner. But a commissioner being paid also is going to control and demand structure. And guess what happens? This certain situation probably wouldn't be able to happen. This 16, 17-year-old kid who needs to be in high school, play your four years of high school. Like, when did fucking high school become three years? (laughs) It's a different world, men and women. That's why this show is called It's a Different World. Now we can set the standard. And now you just saw... And it happened today on August 2nd, 2021. How many, let's say plus minus next year, five or more. So you take plus or minus on five. Let's set the number at five. How many high school seniors will leave next year? Five or more and go early enroll. I'm talking about juniors though. This kid's a junior. Let's make sure we're not mistaken. He's going to be a senior. So he's made, he's graduated high school. He has all his credits and units. He, we don't have to pass the test no more. You got to, I think, SAT, ACT, you don't have to pass during COVID for four years. I think they made that rule nationwide. So this kid is eligible to go to Ohio State and compete to play when he should really be in a high school senior fucking football stadium. He's going to go to Ohio State. Now, it's either going to be the beginning of uh, of the end or it's going to be the beginning of something special. You're going to have 16 and 17 year olds playing in front of a hundred thousand and either shit in the bed 
or rising to the occasion, right? So now we're going to have a bunch of 19-year-olds in the NFL where you can literally get killed in the sport. And, oh, well, he played He's the NFL rule. You're three years out of high school. Okay, cool. He's three years out of high school, but he fucking left high school as a junior. He's 19 now playing against 30-year-olds in a full-contact game for millions of dollars. You have opened up Pandora's box, NCAA, having no commissioner. Your parents and coaches have opened up Pandora box for fucking allowing this type of shit to happen. And I believe this thing's going to implode on these kids and the game of football itself and the purity and the greatness of it is going to be lost and gone and buried. You're no, you're, you're losing conferences. You're losing the traditional football conferences. You're losing the traditional bowl games that we all grew up on. I understand change. I'm all for change. I get change. I get things happen. Shit evolves, grows, outgrows. I get all that shit, man. But don't reinvent the fucking will either, people. Let's not get overzealous and start reinventing the will on a bunch of shit that don't need to be fucking touched. Don't tighten the fucking bolt any more than it needs to be. Because you know what happens? It breaks. It, it fractures over time. And then guess what happens? And then we fucking have oil leaks in the fucking gulf. And we have implosions and explosions. This is what's happening. You're going to have kids now leaving schools, transferring from state to state in high school to play at another high school, to only leave early, enroll at a university. And is that kid going to make it out healthy? Hope, knock on wood. Hopefully he does. Now we got NIL. It's a different world, man. Now we can make money and do da 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 Well, only 1% of you are going to make money, people. You, you kids listening, only 1% of you are going to make some fucking coin, dog. The fucking left tackle that's a backup is not selling jerseys. Sorry. And don't, God forbid you get hurt and you lose your fucking scholarship money because what are you going to do then? Your NFL shot's done. Backup running back. You ain't making money. Or are you fucking going to go to the NFL? So now what are you going to do? GA? Well, maybe coach is full with GAs. You can't even do that. Hopefully your 10 semesters are paid for on scholarship. Nowadays, that's starting to lose fucking merit because so many kids transfer anyway. Grad transfer. I'm going to do some of that. Like, it's such a fuck. No commissioner, and we've allowed this thing to just go fucking awry. Like, this shit's just everywhere, and NCAA is a shit show, man. And it's only going to make shit worse. Just telling you. I'm going to get into this more the next time I do the Slapdick Podcast. We're an hour here deep, man, and I didn't know I was going to go that long. But, hey, just here talking, man. Nothing really written down but a fucking quote I wrote down. So finish stronger than you started, man. That's the quote of the day. Shit. And quit allowing it. How about we coach something up? I don't know, man. I might just go somewhere where fucking some non-extradited country somewhere. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, shit. 
fuck it. Make a little coin on my house here in Cali and get the fuck out. Hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. I hope and wish all you guys health and prosperity. Make sure you guys go touch somebody in a positive manner. And don't be a fucking shitbird. Don't be a fuckstick. And definitely don't be a slap dick. And uh, he's up for slap dick of the week. I'm just going to tell you because every Friday I'm going to do slap dick of the week. And uh, I believe that that motherfucker, this this new kid, Ewers, uh, quarterback, is up for slap dick of the week. So you is slap dick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slap dick? Cause my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> and I want to hear what day has. And what to say. would the starting quarterback uh, at Ohio State be worth? You think on the open market? You know, there was a lot of talk about uh, projections last year, coming off of last year, with, with what Justin, uh, you know, had the opportunity to make, and uh, certainly those were big numbers. But um, but it didn't happen. So we'll see when, when it all does uh, come to fruition. I, I think. Uh, that stuff will happen naturally. And We're discussing how much money a Ohio State starting quarterback can make with this NIL shit. And we're taking it seriously. Like, the coaches, Day is answering it like, oh, man, it, it, it sickens me, bro. I don't know if I, I can't do it. That's why I, I have no burning desire to get back in it right now. It's It's losing its... Lore. Like, I don't see football being football no more. I understand it's a business. No shit. Don't, don't, no, some slap dick come on my fucking YouTube and start saying, well, you know, it's a business, coach. No fucking shit. But there also is amateurism and professionalism. Wait till you go to the fucking NFL. Enjoy high school and college for, for what it's meant to be. Chase pussy. Go to class. Get a degree. Go to a party. Fucking play in front of 100,000. Enjoy fucking college football at its core. You're going to play with more people at Ohio State than you will at fucking Cleveland, man. In the NFL. Enjoy the shit. Too much fucking... Instant gratification and lack of respect for the sport. Like, kids don't give a fuck no more. When we were young and we got offered by Ohio State or even a Wisconsin or fucking little less USC or Alabama, holy fuck, man, we'd have hard dick for a fucking month. Nowadays, all kids, this is, oh, I got offered by 27 kids. I got 27 offers. <laughs> These motherfuckers don't give a fuck who offers them because they're going to decommit after a commitment any fucking way. Anyway, don't get me started, man. Hey, I got to finish it up. So, hey, it's a great day to have a great day, man. Hey, go touch someone in a positive way. I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening in. And, uh, hey, man. <sighs> Slap dicks aren't a bad thing, but don't get to be a fuck stick. I'll talk to you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you.